So who ordered in in uh, Apple TV? Ooh, me, me, me. I did. I some some people don't have to. Uh, I mean, is I that guess. true? I that is not what I was given to understand from our Apple overlords. I was told everybody <laughs> must order an Apple TV. No, I mean, the people who already have one don't have to order oh, another one. I don't like those people. Yeah. We're yeah. not friends with any of those However, people. however, Dan that's and I That's true. Ordered. If you have one already, you don't have to. It's going to keep working. It's the same hardware. Well, that's yeah. good. They don't make you, like, box it back up and send it back. No. Hey, do you guys remember the um, the old uh, Intel Macs? It was a dev kit for an Intel Mac. Oh, was it like a, it was like a PC almost, right? Wasn't yeah. it? Well, it was basically a PC stuffed inside a like a, a G five case. G five case, yeah, yeah. Huh. That was that. Those I were do, the days. I do not. <laughs> do you still that's have cool. one, or did they make you send those back? Well, that's the thing. They made you send them back. So you bought them for a couple of grand, and then they made you send it back. Uh, and the nice thing about it was that uh. When they sort of expired, they gave you a discount or they would give you like an oh, Intel yeah. iMac. They just gave you one. Like that was not part of the deal. They didn't tell you up front. But they're like, like thanks you... for spending so, all this so money. So you thought, you thought you were going to spend like two grand and just have the thing would go away eventually? Pretty much. Yeah. Wow. That is yeah. an investment. Yeah. That, yeah, exactly. You got to be uh, pretty confident in your business. So, yeah. so here's my question about the Apple TV. Um, I, and I don't know what you guys think about that. I mean, it, obviously, if you already have one, then that decision has been made for you. But, John, 32 gigs or 64 gigs? 64. Why? Talk to me about this. I, I'm interested. Well, better safe than sorry, I thought. Okay. Okay. No, no, that's a valid response. <laughs> and, I've you got know, a, and I've got a kid who likes to download everything. So I figured, meh, you know, 50 bucks. It's not so much. Okay. So you know, like if it would have been $100, I would have thought about it. So then I've been trying to sort of tease this apart a little bit because I was curious about it. This is the first time we've ever had that as an option on a set-top box from Apple, right? Yeah. Like they, there was built-in storage back in the first version. I actually remember <laughs> had a spinning platter hard drive. It was like, sorry, yeah, I think 40 I still gigs. Have it. Um, and then since, but you never really had a much of like a storage tier option. Um, especially since the second generation, it's just been, I think it's eight gigs, right. but you like, you didn't even know, right? It was, right. you had no, no ability to manage that. Uh, and in this version, it sounds like there was a, in fact, there was a really good article, which I linked over at six colors this morning, um, from Polygon, the gaming site, um, going into all of the sort of app thinning, uh, aspects and talking to some game developers and stuff. And it was a really interesting, just sort of layout, not only of like the technology, but also sort of philosophically what that means for, the Apple TV as a, as a gaming device and as a, you know, application-based device. And I thought it was extremely interesting. Uh, and it, But it, it, in fact, in me, it only, like, consolidated, it only confirmed my uh, decision for buying a 32-gig one, honestly. Cause, oh, really? Yeah, because I feel like it's, it's going to be very aggressive about managing your storage space. And even as someone who downloads a lot of apps for test purposes because of the app limits and the way that the resources are downloaded on demand, I don't feel as worried like I'll run out of space. So, and I'm also just, I think part of it is I'm, I'm very unsure at this point exactly how many apps I'll really want for the Apple TV. Hmm. So, well, yeah. And I, I'm, it's like, I hardly know you. 
Um, but it, it's, uh, I found it like an interesting decision because Apple is not really talking up the fact that there are two tiers. If you do go to the buy page, it does have a like, which size is right for me? And sort of like basically, I think the way I drew the lines are the 64 gigabyte version is, I think, more like the game console version. And the 32 gigabyte version is more like the, the streaming box version. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I had heard, though, is that if you have a a slow or spotty connection, that it's better to have a the larger one i mean because because it doesn't because then it doesn't have to do that swapping as much i mean presumably yeah yeah and as as we've experienced in the past my my connection is slower than Ah. (laughs) than many people's connections so (laughs) i thought eh, maybe that's also a good idea that's fair well don't don't make me question my choices dan no that's that's fine i mean again 50 (laughs) bucks to double your storage size is a pretty good deal and i feel like that's the other reason this position it's priced that way is like Again, I think a lot of people would think twice about a hundred dollar difference, but at fifty bucks, if you want to just like be future proofed sort of, I can see a lot right. of people spending that money, which is also probably good for Apple's margins. Yeah, I just <laughs> don't think they communicated well. Like what yeah, the I agree. Are. I mean, as somebody who's, I'm, I mean, we're all technical, uh, and we know what you can and can't do with uh, storage space. And we still don't know what the actual benefit is. You know what I mean? Yeah, more so, storage space. So like, more apps, sort of. More is simply better. I know that much. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's, yeah, exactly. Well, it would increase the baseline number of apps, right? Because I think each app is maximum 200 megabytes. Right. But with, with a sidecar load of, like, up two, to, I, I forget think it's what. two gigabytes. Two gigabytes of, of, let's call it game data. Um. So if you've got like you know, mulch can have more stuff, like more like nubbins on the on the on the home screen, maybe <laughs> more you know I mean? buttons. Just well, what I mean, apps. It's apps on the home screen. Like yeah. mulch can have more. Well, more, cr- so, more crap on my home screen. There you go. Correct. Just what you wanted. The, the yeah, John exactly. Mulch story. That's more what crap I wanted. That's screen. what I decided. <laughs> that's what I decided. The fifty bucks was worth it. Um, but you know, it's interesting you put it that way, guy with game data, because I feel like that's kind of what it's there for right because i i feel like i can't imagine too many non-game apps like loading two gigabytes of assets right like two gigabytes is a lot. yeah it's a fair it's yeah a fair i mean if you're writing if you're making you know uh i think james thompson has a version of pcalc in testing for the apple tv it's like that's not gonna need two gigabytes of assets nope and if one had used it i imagine one would have found it quite cool Yes, that that is a hypothetical thing that we can talk about. Uh, <laughs> hypothetically, uh, but yeah, I can't think of a lot of apps like with like two gigs. That's quite a lot, man. That's you know. Yeah, exactly. It, like it seems very positioning its game. And what I remember somebody asking when I was at the September event whether you could whether an app could use that space to essentially cache, um, say, media. Like if you're Amazon. And you, let's say you made an Amazon app for the Apple TV and you wanted the the ability for somebody to download a movie or TV show and watch it offline, could you use that two gigabytes? And I think the answer was, that's a policy question. <laughs> um, because technologically, yeah, yeah. you could right. do it, although the risk then is because that two gigabytes is non-guaranteed. If you, say, wanted to use it to, say, download a movie on your Apple TV, take your Apple TV with you on vacation, for example, to someplace where you wouldn't have connectivity, and then watch that movie, there is a chance that that, ad, that data would get deleted at some point in that process. Yeah, because so, it's not... 
It's not designed for that. We'll put There's it that no way. There's no way that you can mark stuff as like, this is me and don't delete it kind of thing. Right. And yeah. and I got to feel like data-wise, it's interesting transference because like all those years ago when we were buying iPods, the storage capacities were all about how much music can you store, how much later, how much video can you store. Um, and now we've it's it's really tipped over to, you know, capacity is less about media because so much media is available on demand and streaming to it's about apps apps right yeah so i thought i thought that's an interesting uh sea change that has sort of happened over the last seven years but i mean and it's and it's crazy now you can almost i mean uh, most apps usually i don't know i mean i don't know how big they get these days but it seems like i've seen several that are approaching two gigabytes in games well, and uh, and and you know and when I think about the my first iPhone was a four gigabyte yeah, right. model. <laughs> you can like, fit a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, and yeah, I mean, just looking over like the list of apps I've installed recently, you know, it varies from like, you know, twenty megabytes to a few hundred megabytes for something like iMovie is like the latest version of that was like six hundred megabytes. It's like yeah. yeah, that's a big app. Like you know, there's a lot going on there. But, you know, on the flip well, side... I would bet that that's like 90% template stuff. Right, exactly. Media. Like, it's yeah. still assets and whatever. Exactly. I mean, you look at something like... Um, I don't know. I mean, you look at something like uh, the Kindle app is like... Wow, the Kindle app is like 87 megabytes? I don't know what's up with that. Instagram is 20 megabytes. That seems pretty reasonable. Um, yeah, I don't know. It seems... It, it seems, seems like... Huge. 20... Yeah, I twenty just, megabytes for I just something got hit that just with, takes like, pictures. A wave of the old, like, twenty <laughs> yeah, megabytes really? no seems kidding. reasonable. Like, wait, what? I mean, it's like a million floppy disks. What are you talking about? My <laughs> first, my original computer was a Macintosh LC that had a a forty megabyte hard drive, and I realized that having a hard drive was was still a pretty big deal at that point. Yeah. Um, but forty megabytes for a hard drive, man. Wow. Anyway, whatever. Let me tell is. you, son. <laughs> <laughs> I remember 800K Back in the day. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I think it's interesting. Um, I can't think of a lot of apps that are going to get use all of that space. At the same time, um, as is the case with the 20 megabyte seeming reasonable, uh, everything's getting bigger now, especially when you have assets that fit a screen. Right, like a, right. Not a screen, I should but like say, a, a like television. A, like yeah. A, like yeah the, all of the assets are big. Well, but... The assets in those, I mean, if you compare the resolution on that to the resolution on like a Retina iPad a Retina. 2, the iPad is higher, higher mm-hmm. resolution, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, you know, you, you're already delivering. In some ways, you don't have to worry about things being as big. Although, I guess if you have, it, it maxes out at what, 1080? It doesn't do 4K, so you don't need to worry about 4K assets. Yeah. Um, but it's it's still big, but, you know, it is funny to think that that 10-inch, you know, iPad that you hold in your hand is a higher resolution yeah that's why i well, hold that's, that's why i hold it so close to my face <laughs> yeah it's the, it's the magic of retina the original mac actually was retina at about 200 yards you could, <laughs> could not find a pixel on that thing you get if you got 150 of them yeah, yeah you use them each as a pixel in a display yeah exactly um well okay so we're all we're all gonna have an apple tv at some point we've we've concluded that much that's right um so mine a week from thursday (laughs) all right mine sometime whenever it gets delivered from friday to monday somewhere in there it doesn't there wasn't doesn't seem like there was like a severe crunch 
like a capacity issue. I don't think it's an iPhone level. No, it's not. But but, you know, but was the was the watch and the watch was worse. The watch was closer to an iPhone level extinction event, if you want to call it that. (laughs) Uh, I I don't I don't want to call it that. But okay, certain models sold out very quickly. Right. Um, yeah but you could still yeah, you could have gotten an addition <laughs> well yeah or you could have gotten some would, of the, i guess they wouldn't they weren't on sale initially, some but. of the aluminum version i just remember everybody i have the you know the black on black version and everybody that one sold out pretty quickly yeah um but a lot of the like aluminum you know blue sport bands green sport bands whatever seem to have they seem to have quantity for longer i think most of them most of it sold out eventually yeah, but I mean, my, like, you know, my I've told this story before, but my wife ordered mine like four minutes after, and we had to wait like three weeks. That that is the exchange rate. You know, four minutes after midnight, and this one I rolled out of bed at like seven o'clock in the morning and ordered it, you know, off my phone, and you know, I I don't I don't know that I I maybe I might have see I won't get mine until I think the beginning of next week technically. Um, yeah, there might be some sliding shipping scales in there, yeah. but I don't think there was a limitation like on how many. Like it's not, make. it's not going to get here. I don't think it's even. There's even a chance it'll get here on Friday. Um, but I think it should get here by month. You know, it, my, I didn't get the advance, the expedited shipping though. So, and I did because I'm a sucker. Because you're a sucker. That's right. You do everything Johnny Ive tells you to do. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a more interesting platform than the watch, but I think the watch is more. Uh, has broader immediate appeal to yes. broader audience, I guess. Well, the set top yeah. box thing is still kind of. I mean, the smartwatch is a category that is not defined yet. The set top box is kind of defined, but it also seems much more like an appliance, and that's part right. of it. I think because the smart smartwatch is so front and center as a fashion statement, you wear it on you all the time, right? right it's it is more of a people get more excited about it and certainly the general consumer market gets more excited about it this is like a box that you hook up to your tv as we've established in previous episodes we all have a million of those you, well you do yeah you do have friends we all have a million <laughs> we of all those have a million of them <laughs> agreed resolved there's one thing we know for sure one each thing. one of us owns <laughs> A number greater than 100,000. Well, and does this, I mean, I don't know. Do you think this will sell people who aren't techies? That's sort of the big question right now is like everybody's trying to reinvent. People have been fighting, you know, tech companies have been fighting over the living room for almost a decade now. And it doesn't feel like anybody's anywhere close to winning, quote unquote. Yeah. I don't think this is a killing blow. This is not the iPhone no. rolling into the smartphone field. Although I think I think the App Store element makes it a lot more interesting. That um, is true. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, if people are definitely, I, I don't know. I mean, as as a parent who's had those discs lying around forever and had them get scratched or had juice spilled on them or whatever, if we could get rid of those freaking discs completely, that would be nice. And I know other platforms have moved in that direction too, but you know, this will start out that way from ground zero. So. I think it's a better, I don't know, it has, has more appeal. And, and yeah, the games won't be quite as, you know, crazy in terms of maybe those upper-end graphic capabilities, but still. But it's aiming for a different part of the market, right? I yeah. mean, I don't think it's aiming for the Xbox and PlayStation end of right. the market. I don't think it's going to sell anybody. It's not going to stop anybody from buying one of those. Well, with the exception of maybe, like, I feel like it might be a thing parents 
might buy for kids you know like they rather than buying a kid like a young kid like an xbox or something they may be like oh well they play a lot of games on their ipod or ipad why don't i buy an apple tv because you know that'll sort of be the jump like but it's definitely targeting a more casual part of the audience yeah i think it wants to uh i guess replace the cable box rather than you know like you always jump you you set your input to be xbox now i'm going to play xbox or playstation uh, I think it wants to be that that first one that just sits there, and that's like the default. Well, and but there's a missing ingredient for that, and that's whatever TV service they've been working on. Because right now, I don't think it's it I is a replacement. Totally agree. Yeah, and and that's the thing I think that will make the difference as far as the consumer goes. If is if Apple comes out with a service that works really seamlessly and does offer everything, then that is potentially compelling. But it's not there yet so right now it's just another box next to you know you line it up against the roku and the fire tv and all those things and it's like well if you want this service you go with this thing if you want the app store you go with the apple tv i mean like the amazon fire tv has an app store it's just not very good yeah (laughs) right i do think um and don't take this the wrong way (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, already too ready late. to take already. this wrong way yeah i'm already apologizing before i've even said anything that's thanks like canada yeah, yeah. <laughs> um people like you and uh, john syracuse take tv very, very seriously hell yeah <laughs> uh i think that like a lot of things that apple does maybe you guys are going to be in the 20 percent that they kind of ignore in order to, in order to, because hit the, I'm gonna the, buy it anyways. Is what in you're order saying? to hit the eighty, well, yeah, a you're gonna buy it anyway. But in order to hit the eighty percent sweet spot, I think they may overlook a lot of the needs and uh, desires that you would have from such a product. Well, let's talk. And about I don't mean those, with this no. one particularly. I just mean everything. Whatever service they've got, like in the like. You guys are on the, the. There's a file that says Morin and Syracuse, and they're like, <laughs> yeah. "We can't tell I their voices apart." Just ignore all everything it's, in there. Probably is a Syracuse file somewhere. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I would not be surprised if there's a Syracuse I, the, file. The Syracuse file is my favorite 1970s spy thriller. <laughs> Robert Ludlum's The Syracuse File. All right. Well, Apple TV resolved, so that's good. Good news, guys. We we get to hear once again from our good friends over at. Soft Layer. Soft Layer delivers a cloud built for integration. It's about your business, applications, and computational workloads, which are unique. So you deserve cloud resources that meet your specific needs. Soft Layer is one of the only cloud providers that provisions dedicated servers and virtual servers, otherwise known as a public cloud, from a single seamless platform. It's all on demand, it's all connected to the same open API all connected to a global private network, and it allows you to scale your workloads up and down quickly and have ample space for your storage-intensive tasks. SoftLayer is an IBM company. In fact, IBM uses SoftLayer as its cloud infrastructure foundation for all IBM cloud products and services. Even if you're not looking for infrastructure, you can benefit from SoftLayer infrastructure when you use platform or software services for IBM Cloud. Now, the even better news for those of you who are listening out there all of you have the opportunity to get $500 of cloud infrastructure by visiting softlayer.com slash podcast. And as we like to say, you can order bare metal servers, also known as dedicated servers, virtual servers, storage, networking, and security services from your choice of data centers. That's because SoftLayer has 24 data centers all around the world, and all of those servers and services are connected to SoftLayer's unique network of networks. 
which separates public, private, and management traffic, ensuring the traffic to and from your cloud infrastructure travels more efficiently. You can automate and control your cloud infrastructure with a granular API or in the easy-to-use SoftLayer customer portal. Visit softlayer.com slash podcast to get started with your $500 off of servers, storage, network, and security on a cloud built for integration from SoftLayer. Once again, our sincere thanks to the folks at SoftLayer for sponsoring the rebound. John, you wanted to you wanted to laugh at something. This is the portion of the show where John brings up something that, that we're supposed to laugh at. <laughs> something funny. Yeah. Uh so <laughs> Sorry. It, it's just the John whole the payment. Something funny. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, now let's go to John, John Morse for something funny. Something hilarious. Um so Chase is is now is now trying to get into, you know, like all these people coming into the payment world um like a day late and a dollar short ironically uh-huh <laughs> um yeah exactly wow, wow. a day late a, a dollar short and qr cor- codes um <laughs> which are like, both like wait yeah, what, what do you has anybody who knows anything about user experience even like have you talked to anybody apparently not but just uh they they're getting into this thing and trying to because currency is basically doomed right i mean the whole the whole system is completely user unfriendly and you know there might be other options you know, I, I, I do you know anything about the the google how google pay works uh i have never used is it google pay google wallet i don't it used to be google it wallet. used to be google wallet and is i think it's google, google pay? pay now right i yeah. know nothing about how it works although i think it does use nfc much right so the actual i thought it used the same protocol that Apple Pay is based upon, in the sense is, of well, in that like there's so there's an exchange protocol that that Apple uh, adopts in Apple Pay. That's why you so, could use Apple Pay when it came out in places that didn't even know the support of it. So, um, okay, so those those basically, you know, I mean, anything where you can just like tap on something and pay, right. I think, is a chance. That's <laughs> a chance to be useful and will actually be used by people. So Rico does this piece on on Chase's, what Chase is doing. So let me read part of this. This is, Smith said Chase is partnering with MCX, the consortium of retailers led by Walmart, to have Chase Pay accepted in its member stores, restaurants, and gas stations. Those businesses include Kohl's, Chili's, Sunoco, and Best Buy. In some of these stores, customers will be able to pay by showing a QR code within the Chase Pay app. (laughs) In others, Chase customers will have to use Chase Pay inside MCX's (laughs) own currency app. (laughs) So that's going to go well. It's not clear which of the MCX member retailers will support which method. <laughs> oh, that's you read the next right. line because the next line is also kind of a kicker. Uh, MCX has been in existence for several years, but its currency app is still restricted to a pilot test in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> wow. I bet that's going super well. <laughs> <laughs> Those Colum- Those the people in Columbus, Columbus, are, Columbus like, are just like, oh, they're, man, they're buying it. They're, they're, they're like, they're oh, yeah, you street. want to, they, they just replaced it in the lexicon. Like, oh, yeah, can I, uh, how much does it cost to currency a cookie from you? <laughs> like, they just say, they just drop it. It's become genericized. <laughs> right, right, right. They don't, they don't even, they don't, they don't no. even use other words. You know, anymore. when I was in college, I think this is still the case, but uh, the town in which I went to school, Ithaca, New York, has its own currency called Ithaca Hours, um, which is like. You're, you're making this up now. I am not. This is all real. This is all completely real. Like, it was basically a currency designed by the city that sort of like 
uh, could be used in local businesses and stuff like that. I don't think I ever used it in my entire four years there, but it was kind of hilarious. I mean, it's also incredibly like hippie liberal town. So just the kind of thing you'd think they would come up with. But this is what this sounds like to me. It's like, let's just make up yeah, our right. own currency for this well, one town. Not, it's not so hippie. Uh... Yeah, you're right. It's, <laughs> like it's not so hippie liberal. We get to, yeah. Well, hey, you go so yeah. far on the spectrum, you just come around the other side. So yeah, yeah right. Sure. <laughs> Um, so I, yeah, I think that's, I mean, can anybody make a system that is going to be as easy as what the phone makers build in themselves? And I think the answer is no. Yeah. And, um, and my Apple pay experience has gotten a lot better. I've, we haven't talked about that in quite a while actually, but cause I used to, I mean, famously on this McDonald's, show, I had, I had yeah. only used it at McDonald's and now I've used it at many other places like our, our fancy many gross, different grocery McDonald's. store. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Our fancy grocery store now takes it. Um, yeah, most of and, my, it's expanded pretty widely, I found. Yeah, and it's and now it's I've reached the point within the past, like, I guess since the most recent um, watch OS update, where it works on the first time, like, basically everywhere. Yeah, so, I've, I've had zero problems with it, really. Yeah. I had some problems, you know, like, with some of maybe some of the cheaper um, receiving units. Yeah, it it not being well, you know, not receiving on the first try, and then you have to try it again, and it usually worked on the second try. We're in a really weird state with this right now because of the things like the chip um, changeover for the credit cards. Um, So now, depending on what store you go to, there's like half a dozen different ways to like use your credit card, which is super weird. Um, And you know, I went to Target for example to buy something, and they. They actually now are have switched over, I don't know, at least in my local store, they use the chip and pin if you've got it. Um, and it's one of the few places I know that actually like seems to use the pin part of that too, since a lot of places are using chip and signature instead, which is not really any more secure. I don't get why they that is even a thing. Yeah, right. right. Um, so other than I know the credit card companies don't want people to have to feel like they have to memorize a pin. So, okay, I get that. But, you know, that's why the Apple Pay stuff is so much better because you don't have to memorize a pin. Um, <laughs> so, but you could pay with Apple Pay. You could pay with Google Pay or Samsung Pay or whatever. The Samsung Pay one is actually kind of, I will say this, it's actually kind of cool because they found a way to use, like, basically uh, emulate swiping a card using with the phone yeah like you don't swipe the like it uses it sends a wireless signal that triggers the magnetic card reader in a way that it the magnetic card reader believes that you have swiped a card which is clever and certainly great for merchants who don't want to have to update their equipment right Mm -hmm. right i'm unclear as to the security i think the security benefits are roughly akin to apple pay in terms of i think it still generates a random uh identifier code you know instead of using your own credit card right. number but okay um but yeah there there are so many different ways and then not, not knowing when you walk into a store i have several times paid with a credit card or debit card at a store and then only realized after doing that that they supported apple pay so and you missed out i feel dumb like a sucker i am a sucker we yeah. still can't use it uh, that's a bummer <laughs> But you already have a more advanced Canada, state of... Uh, yeah, we can already kind of wave it. We've got chip and pin for years. And You've had chip and pin forever, yeah. credit cards and stuff, and it just works. So <laughs> it's kind we, can of... just, we can just look at something and pay for it. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. I, I think this Apple Pay thing is nifty, but uh, I don't know. It's not that revolutionary for me in my day-to-day life, really. 
Wow. Okay. That's cool. You don't buy things. I know you're in, you live in a great socialist commonwealth. Canadian, yeah. Canadian TV prim. sucks and everything sucks. And we just sit here. <laughs> yeah, and... they, except they get they, except they there's get no, all, there's nothing later. Even, yeah, there's nothing for even... some strange reason. Canada gets everything way after we. There's nothing to even <laughs> buy <Apple>. here. <laughs> you just wait for the snows to come and melt and come again. <laughs> How much do you pay for that snow? <laughs> so free. It's free. Yeah, in yeah. Canada, it's very socialist. Up that's here. that's the worst that's right. What else? Anybody else have a? I don't know. You know we talked about. There's no point in speculating. Apple Apple results come out this afternoon, but they will be out by the time this airs. So you know, Apple makes lots of money. Unless you want to lay some money down on it, yeah. I wager ten the... billion dollars. How do you think the watch is doing? I don't think it's gotten much better. Probably than it sold at at release. They're you know, and they're not gonna. They're just gonna say we're very yeah, happy with the way that it's selling. Right. 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 Uh, I, I though I am curious because we are now in the holiday buying season. I'm curious because this strikes me as a thing that makes a that is well positioned to be a holiday gift. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you don't need to like I don't know I always thought giving iPhones for holiday gifts is weird because like you have to right, set all plan and obliga- everything. Give me yeah, giving them an obligation. Right. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> like like have a puppy here. <laughs> um. But the Apple Watch is like, oh yeah, this is kind of a it's a trink it's a luxury thing, right? It's exactly the kind of thing that you would give as a gift. So I, right. I think it will do very well in the holiday season. Uh, but I don't think it's anywhere near the business that the iPhone or probably even the iPad is. I feel like they would have announced something if they were like incredibly happy with the numbers. Like they would have dropped something. Um a bomb. Bam! Yeah. <laughs> Drop the bomb on you. Um however they Yeah, it not. feels like we haven't heard much about it recently yeah yeah so well the i mean i, mean, the I don't think i don't think it's doing meager. i don't think it's doing bad it's obviously doing better than anybody else's um sure you know in, bar, in, right? it is <laughs> yes yes exactly it's a very low bar uh but still it's not it's not it wasn't exactly a huge market to begin with so well, it wasn't um, a market at all i mean yeah right it really was nothing and and it's not necessarily something that will appeal to absolutely everybody i mean like mp3 players that that wasn't like a that wasn't a huge market when the ipad came out either it was probably bigger it was certainly bigger than like the smartwatch market uh but no and it's in similarly nobody owned it but it was the kind of thing that everybody could get into right i mean everybody everybody likes music basically i mean not everybody there there, there are yes there are a few weird people who do not like music (laughs) however most everybody likes music, but not everybody wears a, even wears a watch. Well, so, it's probably sold. I mean, I didn't wear a watch really until I bought one. I mean, I have in the past, but I hadn't worn one for many years. Yeah. Weirdos like Dan. Yeah, like me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if that's a if there's converting a lot of people into watch wearers. I see some people out and about with them on occasion. I don't think I, I it's not like with iPhones or like MacBooks where I see them everywhere, but um and it's also a little subtler too right like you don't always notice if somebody's mm-hmm. wearing an apple watch yeah. yeah for the first while that i had it uh people were taking note and asking yeah. me about it oh they still ask me but i say yeah. fuck oh, off. And they, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> keep stepping <laughs> um i went home recently and uh i wasn't wearing it i was i wore my my what i call my real watch uh my dad was all upset because he's like, oh, Ooh, man, I was wow. hoping to see the, the Apple Watch. And I'd kind of forgotten that it was. 
a, a novelty. So to, like a novelty, yeah, like an item that yeah. people would actually just be excited about. Yeah. Wow. Maybe that speaks well of it in that it's just kind of integrated. I'm impressed that you needed yeah. to not bring an Apple Watch for your dad to be disappointed in you. Mine is just way lower bar. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was just the first excuse. Yeah. Poor no, Dan. Sorry. Wow. No, no. He I'm really mean by Dan. Me. That's not true. I don't, not want, true. It. I don't, yeah. I don't want anybody hearing this and thinking that. No. My dad doesn't listen to this show, so I feel like I can crack jokes like that. No, I know, but you know, all I have to do know, is show up like, at the door, and Dad's disappointed. <laughs> oh, yeah. but my mom might. So I don't, want, <laughs> like, I don't want. I don't want that to happen. Um, no, yeah, no, so, your mom speaks really highly of you. <laughs> thanks, thanks, John. <laughs> uh, so I'm sure the I'm sure the Apple Watch is doing just great. Tim Cook is very happy with the, the, the yeah, seven right. million Apple Watches he owns. <laughs> um. What do you think of the app scene on the uh, Apple Watch? The new bar down in the no, I. Uh, it's you know what? At one point when I changed, I think maybe when I updated my phone or something, I think it erased all the third party apps on my Apple Watch. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I didn't notice for a long time. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. third party apps. <laughs> there yeah, you go. I I haven't deliberately like gone and tried to check out new apps, um, but that's interesting because I thought that that was kind of I mean with the coming of the OS two watch OS two that I thought it was going to be a bigger deal, but I haven't even paid attention to it. Yeah. I just got a new, uh, I just updated flight track, which is actually an app that I really like. And I just, insta- I, they mentioned they had an updated glance, I think. And I just opened that and I was like, that's a pretty glance. It still takes way too long to update <laughs> to actually be useful, but yeah, there, there you that's go. That's part of the problem. Yeah. It, it's still, everything is still too slow. That and that is a function of the technology that is just it's right. limited. I right? was kind of hoping that to, that the second that the update would f- help with that, but it, I mean, I maybe it has minimally, but it really is not. Well, there's that only much better. there's only so much you can do, right? I mean, and it's not to like you know take away from the impressive achievement they've made by fitting all that stuff into a tiny watch because it's it's damn impressive. But it also doesn't surprise me that there's a limitation on it, on you know exactly how good the performance is because you've got trade offs. So you know, <laughs> in a couple of versions, it might be a lot speedier. But it, did I, you know that there's a, that there's <laughs> there's an official Apple Watch game for The Martian? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> tell me more. It's just a countdown timer until you die of asphyxiation. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I might have to. I might have to check this out. I mean, I it. I, I suspect it's not going to be great, but um, <laughs> interesting, interesting. Yeah, I. There's been very few things branding, and, and and a lot of the things that I feel like they try to tout as interesting applications of, like for example, the one that always gets me is um, there are apps and both between Passbook and between, or I guess Wallet is now. And between the specific apps for the airlines, you can, like, put your boarding pass on your Apple Watch. I tried once, and let me tell you, it was (laughs) terrible. Because most of them have those little, like, C-shaped scanners that you put your phone on, right? And it scans down from the top. You you cannot fit your wrist in there, so you just end up looking like an idiot. And, like, the only other option is you take your watch off and put it in there, which is just 
Oh, stupid. that's really stupid. Can I mean, you I do that because what? Because I it, think it'll go away. I, I mean, I'm thinking about that as like, well, okay, I could fit yeah. it in if I just put my watch in there. But you know, it's a lot easier than that putting my phone in there. Right. So unless yeah. they decide to change the way those scanners work, and I don't hold your breath on that one, no, uh, I don't think having your boarding pass on your watch really makes any sense at all. Yeah, sorry. I still like old timey paper. Well, <laughs> wow. Look at that wait, sounds what, like a, that sounds like even, a guy. What are you problem. even doing with your life? Look at this guy. Writing <laughs> <laughs> software. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is why I like the paper. Which like, is I'm weird. Like, you do, you do your software screw. longhand in like That's a spiral. Which is why notebook. I don't trust computers. Whatever, for various reasons. One of them is that like uh, I'm just accustomed to moving through an airport with my boarding passes folded up into my passport. I don't know. There's there's just something about it that makes me feel more secure. Right? Do you wear do you wear a suit? <laughs> uh, I used to dress up to travel. Yeah, yeah. Doing that. I remember dressing. I remember dressing up to yeah. travel. I still dress. You know, I still dress nicely. Well, I dress nicely all the time. But yeah. you know, but yeah. I mean, shorts and flip flops. No way, man. Yeah, pajama yeah, yeah, yeah. pajama that's pants. Right. Not wearing. Yeah, yeah. That's you wear not, your uh, sweats okay. with juicy on the rear end. Is that what <laughs> underneath? Well, sure. Underneath I, my suit. I do see a lot of people wearing pajamas on planes, which is always a little strange to me. I'm like, oh, pajamas, I, I, I wear that at home, the, in bed. I don't yeah, think you should wear, the, I don't think it, you should like wear you them out of the house. as comfortable as possible. On the other hand, for me, maybe it's some weird innate uh, anxiety thing. But it's like I want to dress nicely and look not crappy so that if I have to deal with something, I, have, I feel confident that I actually deserve being treated well. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. You want to walk up to the desk and be like, no, look, this needs to get fixed and have it fixed <laughs> rather than being like, I am basically in my underwear right now. <laughs> I, I, I would like to get on your plane, please. Like, I am a giant baby. Please, please treat me with respect. I mean, security wise, though, if we're all just wearing our underwear on the plane, it seems like, you know, that would solve a lot of problems. It would create new problems, but it would also it would, solve yeah. a lot of problems. But the one place I think the watch works really well uh, is at the um movie theater for tickets. Oh yeah. Yeah, I like that. I've always had a, like a fairly good experience with with getting into the movie theater with that. Which is, it's always kind of weird because they're they're scanning it with like an iPhone. Yeah. yeah. They used <laughs> to have like a, they used to have a gun, but now the place that I you know mostly go to has like they scan so they're scanning my Apple Watch with an iPhone. It's like this almost seems stupid now because <laughs> yeah, <it seems laughs> can't we all just agree that like, I right, have there this should be some sort of electronic handshake that happens instead of this like visual scan of a QR code? Yeah, it goes through like person meet space in order to communicate yeah, some data. Right. Which is kind let's, of, yeah. let's abstract it down to a thing that you can shoot a laser at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right. Seen any uh, good trailers recently, John? <laughs> I have, as a matter of fact, and you know who else has? Who's that? I yeah. I caved. Oh man! Yeah. Yeah, this is what happens when you show up twenty minutes late. We talked about. <laughs> we this. are yeah. We did have a short discussion before we started recording. Oh man, God, Dan, I missed it. I'm sorry about <laughs> but I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw he broke down. See, the, do you feel spoiled? We're talking about Spectre, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, I you know I told as I told John I think my I don't feel spoiled. I feel I don't want to like think too much about it because I'm right. worried I'll start connecting dots. Yeah, yeah, like don't that's frame the by frame it, but yeah, I haven't done that. I watched it. I think I've seen it twice. So we, because yeah. I was telling John, my girlfriend really wanted to watch it, and so we like 
you know, turn the lights off and put the original, like, we put all three trailers in order on the, the big screen. Let some candles. Playing in the back yeah. yeah, sure. And some candles, you know. We do not mess around when it comes to Star Wars trailers. Huge bong. <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, I don't know. I just, you know. Yeah, just 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 just, just reassociating like, them. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um Yeah, I I liked it. I I still told as I told John, I think my favorite is the the second trailer, I think is my favorite. I like that one the best. I and I think it's just because it hits the story beats and puts everything together in a way that I just really I thought was such an uh, effective. Well, there's a huge and there's a huge payoff. Yeah, exactly. And there's it's it's done. Oh, the one with the uh, yeah, okay. It ends with Han and Chewie. Right? Yeah, and it, and it's yeah. the thing where it's like just enough to whet your appetite, but not enough to give anything at all away, right? Because there's really not even there's like really two lines of dialogue. It's just Han and Chewie's dialogue at the end. Yeah. I feel uh, that this one did the same thing. It set the stage. Yeah, it added a few more. Didn't tell you anything about what the actual story is. Yeah, really. yeah. yeah. But it, it gives you hints here and there, and it's like I don't. I've, I've seen a lot of intriguing things. I don't know how it connects, and I'm okay with that. Right. Um. And and but there are some great shots in there, and I really particularly liked. If you saw, did you see the um the Instagrams of the reactions of Daisy Ridley oh, and yeah, John yeah, Boyega yeah. <laughs> and yeah. my personal favorite, someone, I think one of the star Wars, maybe the official star Wars site mocked Daisy Ridley's reaction by having BB eight do the same thing. They had like a little BB eight <laughs> in the bed with the phone going like, <gasps> and like oh, his head spinning great. around and everything. And oh that God. was pretty hilarious. Oh my God. That's pretty cute. I yeah. did not see that. John one. Boyega's is my favorite. Cause the part where yeah, he jumps so over good. the couch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it just like sitting there nodding yep it, yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep, yep yep yep, yep. yep. Oh! <laughs> yeah. i don't know which scene it is that gets him with that it's but gotta thought... be it's gotta be the last one it's gotta because be it's like when he yeah. faces down with the, the bad guy i yeah. you know and i have to say I, not to not to dissect too much but i think my favorite bit about that shot is just how freaked out he looks yeah like, i love it it's yeah. so it's yeah. so perfect it's and the perspective it, and the perspective makes um the bad guy look like he's like ten thousand feet tall and yeah. he's like three feet tall yeah yeah it's just a really great scene of like oh crap <laughs> <laughs> so good. this is happening also i'm sure that seeing yourself wielding a lightsaber on like a giant screen sure. is pretty well yeah they, amazing. And, you know and having acted in that he, you know he just had a stick right like, he just had a stick in his yeah. hand yeah um so that's got to be pretty sweet i think my other favorite shot from the trailer is the the millennium falcon in hyperspace because we've never seen that mm-hmm. angle of it like yeah. going forward in hyperspace instead of from the back and i'm like <gasps> what <laughs> they've invented new technology in the next, last 30 years yeah who knew yeah i wasn't sure how to feel about that because that is a new thing well a lot and of I the shots it are, as like an yeah. affectation that inside the ship you saw this and i god knows what it looked like outside well, you like see now the it's outside. Like you're going down the but, Doctor Who timey wimey. Yeah, but no, that that was in the originals. Do you see that? You just yeah. only see it from behind. Yeah. There's an there's an angle with it because I sure because it had to oh, do with the you models. See the ships jumping into the yeah, yeah, and you see the tunnel. There's a but couple times when tunnel, they come yeah. out of hyperspace. It's got this like modeled yeah. tunnel around. Yeah, like yeah, I mean, like when they're yeah, when they're going to the de- well, they're going to Alderaan, but really they're going to the Death Star. Yeah. Um, the, the it's in that thing. Yeah, when, Jedi does when, it too, right? On doing the assault on. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it could, yeah, it could be right. Hmm. Um, yeah, so yeah. I I like that shot. I mean, again, there are a lot of shots in there that are not <clears throat> typical Star Wars shots, like that first shot where you're like the face on, like direct into the mask into 
assuming uh, presumably Daisy Ridley's masked face is like that first mm-hmm. shot in the trailer. Like yeah. that's not a Star Wars shot. Like it's J.J. Abrams. He's a totally different director. So you're gonna yeah. have different shots. And it's like well, that, it's... that shot of the bad guy on the bridge is completely. I mean, that dark. All those bridges were always lit up in like you know, right. very business like places in the previous three. I mean, you know, let's ignore the previous. I kind of hate you guys because now I got I want to go watch it again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know what I love, and this is a weird little thing. Uh, there's the the stormtroopers take cover. Oh yeah, which, I did see that. Finally, yeah, they learned yeah. something. That is like yeah, one of the things. That's that a good point. That's a good the, point. The, the Guys, what if we so just awful. like hide behind what if this we actually, wall? Yeah, is that hide a good, behind something? No, no, Jim, Jim, you can't <laughs> just stand up and run. At That's them. against rules. One of the things. I mean, there's so many. Come on, we're wearing we're wearing armor. What could go wrong? <laughs> uh, I don't want to. I mean, let's not get into this. But man, this man, but the prequels. The Wookies dig a trench, and then wait for the droids to come up <laughs> through the water. And then they jump out of their trench and run at them in the water. Why? <laughs> it's like World War One warfare. Not even like. Why did he dig the trench? Like, just wait around. Anyway, it, whatever. That's, I did, we're going that was the uh, that was the um, tactical mind of George Lucas at at, uh, at play there. I have to hate, anyway. Not not to turn this too much into a story. Well, hell, let's turn well, this into a story. We've already done it. Yeah, we're way we're way down the rabbit hole here. Or, uh, no, no, no tech screw thing that. You want to talk about? Uh, uh, <laughs> this is all standard. This is all. Uh, have you guys been watching? We're editing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Have you been watching um, Rebels? Yes. Yeah, as I've watched through like the movie for the second season, like the okay. first But is there more yet? Yeah, there's two episodes know. past. That. There's two episodes. Okay, okay. I and I, I will say, as someone who watched all of Clone Wars only a year or two ago now, so pretty recently, um, I definitely found myself tearing up a bit at some of the uh, at the, at those two episodes because they reintroduce some characters from Clone yeah. Wars that I really, I was like, okay. oh. it's right, just gotta, not like, gotta it, get on that. We have those gaps, right? Like, you know, there was, you know, did you guys watch Clone Wars as well? Yeah. So yeah. I think at this point it's fair to, you know, that's not really too spoily to say that like I had the same reaction when Ahsoka appears at the end of season one mm-hmm. um, was that, you know, they left her fate. So, so open after right. Clone Wars because they didn't get to finish the show. Uh, yeah. That it was nice to have some closure on that character. I mean, not closure. I mean, like, nice to bring her back for another, you know, yeah. to deal with all these really that the interesting... Story, the story is not done. Right. That and, and there's so many interesting things to do with her character vis-a-vis, like, her relationship with a certain Black Max figure is a, <laughs> like, kind of damning thing that we haven't really investigated in the in the Star Wars universe. And I find that a fascinating like, yeah. road to go down. I don't know what... To... Yeah. I don't know where they're going to go with Rebels. I'm enjoying the show, but either... Right, it seems like it runs into a dead end. Well, literally, either they all get killed, yeah, or you're <laughs> wrong un- and there's other Jedi out They there. go underground or something? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think there's flexibility in that, you know, like... Well, you know, like, Luke being They're the not technically, Jedi. like, like I mean, like, uh, Ahsoka and, um, what's his name? Kanan. Um, Kanan are not technically Jedi, right? Yeah, okay, but they I mean, were both they were both apprentices who never actually 
became Jedi. It's loopholes. We're going. We're going yeah. to the Empire. Yeah. So yeah, you know, so, like Yoda's the best. He's the wisest thing ever. And then it's like, well, okay. Well, I think the I think the prequels took that away. Like, well, from a certain right. point of view, you're the last Jedi. But well, there's plenty of people that could actually yeah. accomplish do you think the same like, goals. Do you think there's like an admiral somewhere who's got like a checklist and he's like, no, they're technically not Jedi. I guess we don't have to we'll exterminate just skip them. Over them. Let them go. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that said, we have all the Inquisitors who are not Sith, but are trained in the force yeah, so that's all new, kind of a weird like gray area too i think the new movie's gonna have to expand a bit on that stuff no i don't think so <laughs> i really well, don't i mean i don't think they're not gonna get into that that minutia no, no, i hope no, they don't, I don't think they'll talk about that but i don't necessarily think it'll be sith and jedi oh, yeah like that's it'll fair. just be like people no, that, with the yeah force that could be what happens you know yeah, yeah, well, it was always weird be. to have a sith lord distinction anyways given that in the original trilogy it's more of like a title than anything right like yeah yeah don't, yeah don't i mean the prequels just ruin everything i yes yep <laughs> yep we can all and agree on the, the prequels <laughs> and there's the title for the episode i like not knowing like don't tell me how wolverine got out wolverine i don't exactly don't do that exactly just, yeah uh, right well that's the great thing about like jeez oh, we just turned this into a complete like, like the, <laughs> cut all cut all sorry. of this just cut all of this sorry but, like, to everybody the, who turns in yeah. for tech news like the joker i mean the great thing about the joker is you've i mean yeah. they've done they've done instances where they've had instances where they've explained his past but they've had so many completely vastly different instances that you don't part you don't really have any idea what the real story is well that's what i part of what i loved in dark knight because he explains it first, where he got his scars and why he's kind of crazy. Yeah, and, and then he explains like, it again. I believe that. <laughs> and then he does it, and it's totally different the next time. And you kind of right. also believe that. And you're like, whoa, that's yeah. just awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, slow tech week. So, technology. <laughs> so, in summation, technology. Man, I got nothing else. You want to go what back a to downer. Star Wars? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Thanks for bringing us. Thanks for bringing us down, guy. I'm sorry. Uh, the new Tie Fighters look awesome. <laughs> <laughs> they totally do. I'm not they even do. Joking. Yeah. 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 No, you're right. 